today's readings are needed with so much blessings, so much light, so much light that we can pick up and light up our souls and keep the burning flame alive in the midst of darkness. In the first reading, we we hear the Lord giving his pouring out his heart, the way he feels about his people. How he has continually sent his servants to reach out to his people, to speak to them, and tell them what to do. But they will always, as he says, but they did not obey or incline their ears, but walked in their own counsels, and not the counsel of God, and the stubbornness of their evil hearts. And they went backward and not forward. What does he mean by that? They went backward and not forward. Think about it. When we don't walk in the, with the counsel of God, you are walking backward. When the word of God is not governing the, the steps you take, in your own eyes and in the eyes of men, you are moving forward. But as far as God is concerned, you are going backward. You are going backward. We won't have the time today to reflect on that. It's quite deep. But I remember in those days when I, you know, had this passion to move forward. Because you have to decide to move uh, forward. It's a decision you have to take. No one will do that for you. No one will do that for you. You must be the one to decide to move forward. And the speed at which you are going to be moving forward is also determined by you. But as I said, there times in the past I, I was studying the word and when I stumbled on some part of the scriptures like this, the Lord would give me a picture of what I used to be as a child. As a little boy, I was a little bit uh, naughty. Okay? And I, and I remember those scenes today and I, I wonder, you know, what, what was happening. My parents would always tell me, I grew up in a typical village setting, you know. Sometimes they tell, you, they tell you to go and buy kerosene or to go and buy this food item or to go and they will send you to go and meet this other person and go and co- you know, go collect something. So the incidents where they will give you money and they will say, go and buy something in this place. To take roughly maybe 15, 20 minutes to go and come. Maybe in the afternoon. And as I go, I will meet my colleagues somewhere who are where they're playing football or playing. And before you know it, I say, let me just join them for one minute and then hit. <laughs> and I was, so, I was getting engrossed in the either playing football or whatever play we are doing or jumping, you know, this rope, something, or stick, you know, we used to put them in step, uh, we'll be jumping them, ha, ah, understand? Or we do that and I will forget. Maybe they said me around 10 a.m. in the morning or 11. I'll be there until 5. Yes. Then, when they have, were finished playing, it now dawned on me. Hey, they sent me. Oh. <laughs> then, on a few occasions, I will start looking for the money. I will ask myself, I say, what am I to do today? You can't continue for the, to go and get a message. You can't go back home. Because when you go back home, 
they will beat you black and blue. How did they know what awaits me? Then I will begin to explore doors of intercession. <laughs> After God start searching for one uncle somewhere or one auntie somewhere who will have a way to take me home. <laughs> you know, it happens severally. And they will caution me when I come back. My father is a very tough man. He will give me bastinado. He will so, I don't worry, next time I explain that. He will so discipline you that you will begin to pray to see your grandfather, to ask him to touch his heart to stop. And I begin to wonder what, what type of scenario is that? Okay? Sometimes I just, uh, as I'm moving, you just see where they're playing draft. You say, ah, chop him, chop him. Do this, do this. Before you know it, it will be your turn. You sit down there. Forget it. You've forgotten that they asked you to go and do something. And when you come back, your parents are frustrated. I could see my, the eyes of my mother. Every time they will be talking, talking. What is wrong with you? Where is the money? Where did you take it to? I don't know. I will just play. You see, they play, play. You forgot yourself. Where is the money? I don't know. I think I put it in my pocket, but it's no longer there. My father will be angry. And that's how sometimes we act in our lives. We have forgotten that we are pretty major here. What a journey. God has sent us here. But many of us have forgotten we are now doing our own play. And just as I was engrossing that, either playing football or jumping that stuff or playing draft, and I think I was making pro- yes, I'm, maybe if I if I win, I say yes, they'll be killing me, they'll be killing me. And I'll be there saying yes, yes, yes. I'm moving forward. <laughs> but in actuality, eh, I was moving backward. Men will heal you. Men will praise you. You are busy here thinking you're achieving. Until one day, one day, the game will be over. Then you will wake up like me. Continue forward, you cannot. Go back to God and say what? You know that you are a, glo- a, a, a gross failure. We have to pray the Holy Spirit to actually tear this curtain of blindness. There's a consciousness in this world that is meant to make you forget why you are here. And they have created another reason why you should be here. And every day they drag you into it. And they have convinced you and have made you believe that what you are doing is what God desires. It's a big lie. It's a colossal lie that is running a system called the S system. It's called darkness. That's why you and I, we need the Holy Spirit every time to demobilize us of these lies that we see as humanistic law of life. Look at what Jesus told Peter. He said, Get behind me, Satan. For you don't think like God. You think like man. What is wrong with that thinking? Don't ever make the mistake of thinking that when men praise you for your success, that you are truly fulfilling your destiny. Very important. And sometimes when you go to pray, don't be asking God to be, to be giving material things. Ask God, why am I here? Open my eyes. Let me know. You'll be shocked when your archive is open and they tell you, show the template of who you are. You'll be shocked. And the darkness of this world will keep increasing the darkness as you don't know. 
so you can be a failure to yourself and to God. It takes a fight to discover who you are. I tell you. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. When he comes and comes close to you, you will wake up to who you are. He is only one who lights up the souls of men. When he lights up your soul, this thing today that you are pursuing and thinking of achieving, you will be shocked to see that that's not what God has called you to do here. The Bible says the devil has deceived the whole world, even the elect. Even the elect. For me, it scares me every day. But thank God that many years ago, this struck me and I began to press in. I began to press in. And I began to pick the signals of who I was. I didn't want to be what I am today. I never. I had 1,000 reasons why I should not become what I am today. Yes, if you come to me and tell me that, I will blast you with enough reason. Yes. But as time went on, he made me to know. He said, this is your destiny. If you fight it, you'll be frustrated. It took me years to accept and to walk in the light of who I am. You know, I am. Very important. So during this lens, it's very important that we begin to you know, seek the Lord to help us. Look at what the few things that Jesus said here. He said, but, he says, when a strong, no, no, sorry. He says, he who is not with, who, he who is not with me is against me. How are you with the Lord? How are you advancing the same course with him? It doesn't matter. You can be coming to church, but you are against the Lord. Because your entire life is being propelled towards a direction that has nothing to do with him. As far as this mission is concerned, as, as far as his life is concerned, you are not part of the team pressing on to establishing his will. Very crucial. Every day I ask myself, Lord, am I making progress? Where do I need to advance more? What am I to do more? And sometimes when the light comes, I see that there are so many things that have been made to understand on this earth realm that is in contradistinction to what God is asking me to do. And I see myself as having a, an obligation to fight all these things that, that have been put in my mind. So be able to focus on that which God wants me to do. Because I don't want to be deceived. I don't want to wake up like those days when I was a young boy and I am sent and I forget our mission and I start playing around. And I think about achieving. And before you know it, it dawns on me. And I'm completely, you know, down and out because and I've lost what I've, I've been sent to go and do and all that. And I come back home waiting for punishment. Instead of, oh, my son, thank you for coming back and you have done well. If you are not with the Lord, there is no middle ground Say, ah, I'm not with the Lord, though, but I have no portion with the devil. No. If you are not with him, you are among the team working against him. Whether covertly or overtly. Whether you are aware of it or not. It's a hard saying, but it is the, the truth that is revealed by the Holy Spirit. And he who does not gather with me. What are we gathering? What is his mindset about gathering? He said, he who does not gather with me scatters. What are you gathering? What is the most, you know, valued thing that Jesus wants to gather every time? Who can tell me? Souls. How are you gathering? How does the, the, the garden of soul influence your prayer life? How many times have you booked mass? I'm praying for the conversion of sinners. I'm praying for such and such a person I've met that I know that needs the salvation of God. The world today challenges us to rethink and reshuffle 
our already existing status quo. So we can make ourselves relevant before God. We are all called to become intercessors. How are you advancing the gospel? How are you pushing the front ties of God's kingdom? How are you, you know, stick next to make sure that peace and joy reigns in your heart and your family? Have you come to a point where you will speak like Joshua said? Choose whom you will serve. As for me and my household, they have no option. We shall serve the living God. It's a dogged decision, backed up by grace that strengthens you. I have made up my mind, and I'm pressing on. Nothing will stop me. Amen? Amen. And each time we partake of the Holy Communion, the Lord sees the intentions of our heart. According to our decision and what we have set to do, He energizes us according to your faith. May God bless His work in our hearts through Christ our Lord.